ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I'm your host, Stephen G. Gaxiola, and you are listening to the Raider and the Saint podcast. again i want to thank all my listeners from around the world that tune in to the raider and the saint podcast thank you so much for your support it means a lot to me i apologize once again i did take another week off uh, my son graduated from or promotion from eighth grade to uh ninth grade and he he started football this past week and or freshman football and he's uh in summer school and i just i, I needed another breather man a lot of stuff has been going on with the family such as you know uh, end of the school year and stuff like that and so i needed to take a breather i needed to rethink things and 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 get my refocus back on before uh, we start heading into the second half of the year i'm excited for the podcasts that are coming up and i know i know i'm sorry I, I, it feels bad too when i listen to my podcast podcast pac, uh, podcasters that i like it and they miss a week, it does upset me. It does, oh, man, I was waiting all Monday, all week, and Monday comes, and there's nothing. And Or Wednesday, oh, fuck, dude, I was waiting all week and nothing. I, I feel bad, man. I, I do feel bad, but uh, I want to give you guys the best uh, quality of podcasting, not, not quantity. I'm not looking to get to a, a certain number. I just want to give you guys good quality podcasts. So saying that, I apologize once again, but we I do have somebody scheduled next week. I got people scheduled all over, uh, you know, from here on out, and it's going to be a, a good second half of the year. Going to push hard over here at the Raider St. Podcast. I'm working on new things. I'm, I'm uh, looking to, to expand to the team and, and continue to grow this podcast because uh, you guys are listening. You guys tune in. And I, and I see the numbers, and, and thank you guys so much. Uh, this is going to be episode 122. Today's date is June the 12th. The year is 2022. want to thank my past guest, my cousin Albert, and my Uncle Joey. That was a Memorial Day weekend podcast. Yeah, I had fucking heartburn. It sucked. Uh, but I, I, I got it taken under control. I was just, you know... Uh, drinking a, a lot and not taking care of myself with that and it, the, the heartburn just got worse so uh, uh it's under control now you know how to change my lifestyle and certain things but uh that shit sucks man that shit sucks uh, i've ha- had to deal with it before but i pushed through the podcast and and got through it felt like shit for for 
few days, man. Fucking sucks. But uh, uh, I'm better now. I'm back. You know, back ready to roll. Uh, before we get on this podcast, if you guys want to be on the podcast, you want to be a sponsor, advertiser, guest, hit me up at the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. That's the Raider and the Saint at Outlook.com. I'm also on social media, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, so hit me up. Let me know. Uh, this this podcast is growing. It's growing at a at a at a decent pace, a pace that I'm able to handle. A uh, couple shout outs. Shout out to Wimpy's Pawn Shop. If you guys are looking to buy, sell, or trade your soul, hit them up. They're located at 750 West Foothill Boulevard in Azusa, California. That's 750 West Foothill Boulevard in Azusa, California. Also, uh, brother and sister shops, uh, main pawn shop. Hit them up. They're right down the street. If you can't find anything you need at Wimpy's Pawn Shop, go take a look at main pawn shop. It's down the street, probably like a 10-minute drive. Uh, they're located at 4129 Main Avenue in Baldwin Park, California. That's 4129 Main Avenue in Baldwin Park, California. Also, shout out to my boy, Freddie Morales, who's a loan officer, business owner. Hit him up at Freddie at GrossCapital.com. That's Freddie at GrossCapital.com. If you guys are looking to buy, sell, refinance your home, hit him up. Get get a, you know, let him know where you came from or who recommended you. And just just see what he can do for you. Doesn't mean you have to go through him. Just just see what kind of deal he could get, get you. I'm sure he'll get you one of the best deals out there. I know it's tough times. We've got uh, inflation happening and the interest rates are going up. So I definitely would take a look, uh, take a peek and see what he can do. Don't just go to one person that you just meet or found online. Make sure to shop around when it comes to refinancing your home or getting a loan, purchasing a home. Make sure you guys do the right thing and, and don't just jump on the first deal. Just take your time, breathe, and, and do your research and, and, and find the best loan. Also, my boy, Freddie Murphy, if you guys are looking to buy some unique clothing, not unique clothing, it's clothing that he's made. He's drawn drawn out pictures and made T-shirts, sweaters, hats. He's selling them on Etsy. And if you type in Hood Hat Trap Worldwide, that is one word, Hood Hat Trap Worldwide. Hit him up. He's got some merch left. He's been he's been selling them ever since I started, uh, started mentioning him. So... Hitting up, he's excited. He wants to give me some free stuff. I tell him no, just sell it, make a little bit of profit for yourself, man. I I, I, I support these people because they they started things on their own. Okay, they they started from the ground up and and they came out with an idea, and they they worked to where they're at now. Business owner, uh, someone's uh, you know started their own clothing line, and and these guys are just starting up. You know, they they're gonna get. They're successful now. They're going to be even more successful down the road. So I support the people that are just starting from the ground up, just like this podcast has started. Started from the ground up. It started in the in the in the basement of an old historic building in downtown Santa Ana, and it just grew from there. And I, that's one thing I I, I like. I like to see the grind. I like to see the startup. So those are those are the people that I'm going to support, and throughout this this podcast is people that are starting off and they want to do want to create something other than that man uh, my podcast today my guest well wouldn't call him my guest is a good a good friend of mine now he, he's a supporter of the podcast listens to all the podcasts and 
and he's here with me right now. He's a UPSer, and we're just here to shoot the shit. It's a Sunday morning. The time is approximately 10 a.m., and we're just we're hanging out, looking at his uh 50 cal, 50 cal. What, what's that gun called again? No, no, it's not a Barrett. No, it's a, a Springfield. Yeah, 50 cal Springfield. <clears throat> so what's going on, Jack? Welcome to the show, man. Not too much, just hanging out. Was actually taking that out to clean it today, so. How often do you clean your guns? Well, since they're just sitting in the safe, try to do it every couple of weeks. Oh, just, is it really every couple of weeks? I try to. Just to, I mean, you don't have to, but. Yeah, because my guns are sitting in, sitting in, they're not in the safe, but they're in a protective, not a, it's like a plastic cover. Yeah. But it's still, you know, it's not, it's not a, a pelican. Yeah. And. I gotta get them. Get a. I gotta oil them too. But they they still be all right though, right? Yeah, they'll still be fine. I just do it just cause. I get. I don't get to go shooting as much as I used to, so. Just take them out and get to play with them a little bit. Mhm. Mhm. When's the yeah. last time you gone shooting? It's probably been six years. When my dad was still alive. Wow. Yeah. Because me and him, we used to, we would reload our own bullets and then go out. But is a, is a gunpowder expensive now? Honestly, I haven't even been to a gun shop to look. I have... <clears throat> I haven't even been yet. Yeah, I haven't been to a gun shop to check on reloading stuff. It's probably been about six years too. So mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure prices have gone up on everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I want to go shooting, man. But it's fucking expensive, and you can't even get ammo anymore. Yeah, I got a guy that's coming over. We're gonna barter or mm-hmm. trade. He wants AK bullets, and I got plenty of those. And then he's gonna give me two, two, three. And I don't have any. Two, I I think I maybe I have like a hundred rounds. And so, I like to, I like to I like to keep a certain. I'm not gonna give details yeah. on on pocket, uh-huh. on you know. But yeah, I like to have a you know. Okay, I have this many thousands of rounds of this and that. You yeah. know, and you're like uh-huh. just in case you just yeah. don't know. And I'm not trying to be one of those. I used to be a doomsday prepper. Yeah, I still am, but not. To the point where, like, any day now, any day is going to pop off. It's not. It's You could be like that until you're fucking 50 with no teeth, dude. Yeah. You know, it's just you got to you got to just keep moving on. But also plan, you know, plan for, you know, hope for the best, plan for the worst, hope for the best. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I what I do. You know, everyone should have at least six months worth of food. It, it, can I say I do? Probably not. You know, the way my kids eat now, they're getting older, it's, it's probably not. But I got rations and stuff yeah. like that for emergencies. But mm-hmm. if, if you got to, if you, if you, this is the way I look at it. If you got to have six months worth of food, the chances are after that six months, something getting better, it's probably not going to get better. Yeah. They're probably going to be eating each other within two weeks. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I love my, 
the one thing that I learned last or two weeks ago when I did a Memorial Weekend podcast with my uh, my uncle because I wanted to know more about my grandpa who served in World War Two and he served yeah. on the McKenzie. Uh, do you listen to the podcast? I haven't listened oh, to that, that one. Yet. one. Yeah, I haven't yeah. listened to that one yet. So yeah. my grandpa, he he, uh, the McKenzie went down, mm-hmm. and then he, him and sa- and a couple sailors were on a raft. Yeah, they don't know how long. They know that it was a long time. You know, it was it was days. Yeah, and he they said that there was some cam- cannibalism going on. Oh, I believe because it. Yeah. you know they were stranded and then yeah. uh, they got picked up by another ship and then I think they were in a submarine and like he, I mean. Uh, it was amazing to hear those things, and, you know, and, and to hear what my grandpa went through. You know, yeah. he talked about Midway. They went to see that movie and the, uh, and the drive-in to Midway. My grandpa, he said my, my dad wasn't right for a couple weeks, and I go, I can only imagine. So yeah. there were some things that I, even though I, you, there was water in the, they had a little water fountain in the background. It sounded like somebody was peeing the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I ignored, I try to ignore those things, and I try to focus on, uh, you know, for me, when I do a podcast, is I want to do a podcast where I can learn something for myself. Yeah. You know, and if everybody else listens to it, you know, hopefully they learn something too. But I want to learn for myself, and it, and sometimes it's weird when when I get somebody on and we're the same. Yeah. You know, we're the same, and when I when I when I go and get the, these people, interesting people, I, I want to learn something from them. You know, even though our opinions are different. I still want to hear what they have to say. You know, there's no reason why we should have to block everyone out because they don't, we don't agree with what, what they, you know, what they believe in. I, you know, getting the people on that have the same view as it, as you tends to get fucking boring on this podcast. I'm just like, fuck dude. You know, I want to start getting, you know, I'm about to take some chances, dude. And I just listen, man, everyone has, has a belief, has a saying and, I'm going to get those people on. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's when you start podcasting this long, people, they want this. If they don't believe in someone that you have on the show, what? Uh, what? Who? Who's that? What? It's like, why would I have somebody on that agrees with me every fucking word I say? I want someone else different. Yeah. It's fucking this podcasting shit. I, I want some live action, dude. Yeah. You know? You don't want someone that's just going to agree with everything you're saying. It's. On certain things, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. It's you know, I, I, I want other people's opinions. I want other people's views. Yeah, and I think that's interesting to me because my views have changed since I was been little, and they're they're still gonna change. And then I think that's what's the problem with the with the society today is once they think a certain way, that's the only way. Yeah, and I used to think like that. Now I. I no, it's like every day your 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 opinions change. Yeah. Every day the way you you think and you, you you your your logic and everything it changes because when you become open-minded and you and you open to, to listen and, and and be humble and learn, mm-hmm. your your opinions change and and people think oh he's always jumping back and forth. It's like dude, so what? That's that's yeah. You know, it's it's actually it's a lot easier that way. Life's a lot easier that way when you could be like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you know what I thought about? You do have a point. Yeah. Instead of going, no, nah, man, you're going straight to hell. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it, too, is what what people see on the news, like in the the mainstream media and stuff like that. Yeah. And then what other not so known media or like 
on like uh, what do they what do they call them like like all the people you see on like YouTube or whatever like the stuff that they bring up and then what the news is is totally different and my daughter thinks I'm crazy but I was all into the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah and it was like I would watch this one person on YouTube. Who was it? it was, her name was Emily D. Baker. She used okay. to be a – she was like a district attorney in L.A. or something like that. But you would see things – like, she wouldn't tell you, you know – she wouldn't be like, oh, I'm pro-dep or whatever. She would be like, you make your own decision. Just listen to the evidence and you come up with yours. Mm-hmm. And then – you know, as the trial went on, you see Amber Heard, like, lying about, like, little shit. You see the one where she was snorting coke out of the handkerchief? Oh, that, yeah. That look, that look fucking real, bro. <laughs> I'm telling yeah, you I right now, I don't that know. looked low-key. Yeah. As someone who's been there in the past, yeah. that low-key looked fucking real. Yeah. We used to do the one where, where are my glasses over there? No, there, right there. We would put a little. We would put a little bit right here, right? Uh huh. Just put a little bit. You could put it right here. We put a little bit here, a little vial, and then before you put your glasses on, you go. My well, my hat's in the way, but you yeah. can go. How about we do it? That's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I got my headphones on too. Yeah. But what I get what it? you're saying. Yeah, you got. Yeah. And then you'd put them on. My yeah. buddy did it. My shout out to my boy Jerry Nix. He'd do it the best, dude. He, he would go. <laughs> And then he put his glasses on. But there were so many low-key ways to do it. And when I seen it, yeah. I was like, oh, for sure, dude. And that yeah. was a big old pebble. Yeah. But it was like, and then you, you know, like you would, you would hear the stuff and, or you would see it for yourself and then, you know, watch the news and they're like, you know, it'd be something totally different. And you're like, are you watching the same thing? Cause that's, that's not what happened. And they're even, uh, I was noticing that they're even trying to do the same thing even after the trial. And they're saying how, oh, you know, it's a, what, you know, it's a setback for all women. It's like, well, wasn't this trial just about like how men can be that too? So why are you still saying just women, you know, about domestic violence and all that, Mm. which, you know, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Definitely does. Yeah. But in the, in this case, she tried to use that. She she was definitely she she's a sociopath. Oh yeah, for sure. And holy shit, <clears throat> you know I was watching the other day. I was watching uh, what was the one I just watched it, dude. Uh, it was the with uh, Seth Rogen and uh, F- Franco. Was it Franco? No, not Franco. It's it's a weed one. What a dang, dude. I'm having a brain fart. Oh, Pineapple Express. Oh, okay. I was watching Pineapple. I, I see. I remember seeing it in theaters. I always like watching that movie. I always watch it here at least once a year. I just I just like it when in the beginning when he's going in and uh, he's kissing Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. He's making out with her. And then the teacher, go, the teacher goes, can I help you? He goes, no, you're you're okay. And he's waving him off like a little peasant. <laughs> he's going like that. And then he starts, he just, the way hit the whole scene just cracks me up. He goes, yeah. get out you fucking champ. Whatever he tells him, dude. It's just, it, that was a funny scene. But when I when I recall to the, the 
what was going on in, in the in the court with the uh, with the trial. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't a trial, right? Was yeah, it a trial? It was a trial. They called a trial. Yeah. Went on for and, six and weeks. And then there, and she just sat there, all innocent and quiet, and like she was a victim. And then when I when I just watched the movie recently again, and when she slams the fucking locker, and she goes, "What the fuck, Dale?" And she just, just it, she just raged, bro. And I saw that. I go, I go, I go. She could act like that in the movies. I go. She was probably like that in real life. Yeah. It seems too natural for her to slam. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Like she went from being nice and kissing him to slamming that shit, and going, "What the fuck, Dale?" And like. That, that switch, I was like, holy yeah. shit. I go, I could imagine, you know, like, yeah. if it's that easy for her to do in the movies. Yeah. Know. I mean, it, it's like she was saying, you know, that Johnny beat her, like, all these times. And it's like, okay, you said he wears big old rings. If he's hitting you, you know, more than once, twice, three times, it's like, you're going to be cut up or something. And then you show, oh, I have a bruise on my arm. It's like, so where's all the damage from him hitting you then? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I saw a thing also. They they showed uh, Rihanna after getting hit three times by Chris Brown. Yeah, yeah, she was all beat up. You know, big old fat lip, black eye, bruised up. And then they showed Amber Heard the next day after the supposedly beaten. And she's like, didn't she perfect. go to the court to file or something? Or like yeah, that? she went to a court. But she had called TMZ or yeah. somebody to, to be there, and she mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah, and the, what, I, what some of the people that I was watching were saying was, for that for the TRO that she got, she didn't even have to be there. Like her lawyer could have just went in. Yeah, did yeah. It. Her lawyer could have went. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why do you think she wanted to do that to him? She could have picked anybody. I don't know. Yeah, but it was like that one guy said. He's like, if you don't want to be in the media, quit dating these, you know, cele- celebrities that are always in the media. Like Elon Musk, Johnny Depp. You know, if you don't want to be in the media, then don't date don't date these uber famous people. What about her shitting in the bed, dude? What do you think about that? I, uh, dude, I love how she tried to blame it on a teacup Yorkie. Yeah. It was like a big old human shit. Yeah. And it's like, come on. She's a nut, dude. Yeah. If you were single, though, would you date her? Fuck no. She came through the bar and like. Uh, No. Live action, dude. Hell no. Mm Mm-mm. No, thank you. Who do you think? You think she'll date again? Do you think somebody will take that chance? Somebody does. Good luck to her. She's going to have to be a lesbian, huh? She's apparently bi or whatever. I don't know. Oh, she's bi. Yeah. Yeah, and I like I've I love how they were trying. She was trying to say that when uh, I forget the the woman's name, but she like hit her in a I think it was like a Seattle airport or something like that, and then got arrested for it. And then it was in the it was in like some you know magazine or something like that. And she was trying to say that, oh, Johnny's team did that. That was in, like, 2009, three years before you guys were even together. How are they doing that? I mean, don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. He, he Oh, I'm sure. Johnny he, didn't beat her. I, I mean, I'm sure they had their, their, their oh, yeah, mar- for sure. marital spouse fucking problems. Yeah. Johnny likes to party. Oh, yeah. You know, we, <laughs> we, we all know that. And 
it doesn't necessarily mean he's a bad guy. It doesn't necessarily no. mean because some people they can they can party and be they're more nicer than they are sober. Yeah, you know, and then some people they fucking they get violent. You know, it's just the yeah. way your our, our chemistry works. And they even interviewed like his exes. Uh, yeah, the, we own a writer. Yeah. Um, everybody they they went down the list and mm-hmm. they were trying to get him to say anything and they had nothing to say but good things about him. Yeah. Like yeah, the guy liked to party, you know, I didn't, wasn't cool with it. And, yeah. But he as far as being violent, he wasn't. Yeah. Well, I think he Johnny Depp said it himself. He's like if I abused anybody, I abused myself. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure you know who knows what happened behind closed doors? You know, we don't know. We just have what they say. But, I mean, like, pretty much from oh, what I, nice. yeah, from what I saw on the saw on the trial, it's like, yeah, Johnny breaks things, you know, slams cabinets, whatever. But it was all his shit. Mm-hmm. 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 So, mm-hmm. you know. They probably like that weird shit anyways. They probably like getting, you know, angry yelling, and then they probably have some crazy animal sex. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. He was probably mad. He he wasn't. See, he didn't well, even get I mad think, when she shit in his bed. No. He was just probably upset that he didn't, she didn't shit on his chest. <laughs> I don't think he'd want that. But, <laughs> but, yeah, but that, like, the day that she caught, you know, the whole slamming the cabinet things, that's when he found out about, Six hundred and fifty million dollars was taken from him. Six hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, that, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, that was when his his. Uh, How much money was he worth, or what was he worth? I don't know, but it was like something like it's that whole like uh, embezzling thing or something like that. I think that's what it was. But it was they had linked accounts then. Well, no, it was like his. Uh, his. Because uh, I heard he's a really trustworthy. Like he he really. He has a team, and they take advantage of him. Yeah, that's what it – it was, like, his old, like, business manager mm-hmm. and, like, his agent. And, like, it was a bunch of people that he he pretty much fired, like, everybody. And it was – I think that was around that time, if I'm remembering right. But, yeah, it was, it was when he lost a bunch of money and, I mean, shit, lost some, you know – if we lose a, if we even lost a million dollars, we would be, you know, pissed. Six hundred and fifty million? You sure was it sixty five? It might have been. I don't know. I yeah, six hundred fifty is like that's almost a billion dollars. Yeah, I don't know. It 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 was a ton of I'll money. I'll look it up. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. And they brought that up in the court case. No, they didn't bring that. But up. he's just he's a, he's he's one of the he's somebody else brought. He's it. really trust like he'll trust yeah. you really quick and just yeah. he's just a nice guy. Yeah. I mean, and look at that. Like he had all of Amber's friends living in his at the penthouses. Oh, dude, not paying anything. Yeah, I'd be asking for sex from all of them too. <laughs> it's like, like oh, you're by too. You gotta call your friends over. They gotta pay that rent. Yeah, you gotta pay that rent money. Yeah, you know he was letting them. You know they didn't. They didn't mind when you know it was Amber's friends. Mm-hmm. But then when he gave the what was it? His friend from like when he was little. Gave him a hundred thousand dollars, so all he had to do was worry about painting. Mm-hmm. And then here, here's a here's a place for you to live. Just and he know. probably didn't paint either, right? No, he, he, he did. the guy did. Yeah, he got really good. Well, yeah, he was like 
he was gonna Johnny was gonna have a, a show for him, but he was like, I'm gonna need more time to get like this body of work together or whatever. But yeah, he he uh yeah he was a a painter. It was like like what's his name Isaac Bruch or something like that. I think was his name. Hmm. Yeah. You ever see Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? No, I haven't seen that yet. You haven't seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, you gotta watch it, dude. Yeah. He was a big. Uh, <clears throat> uh, what was his name? Hunter S. Thompson fan. Mm-hmm. They're really well, not fan. They were really good friends. Yeah. You ever heard of Hunter S. Thompson? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think the great the greatest quote that I forgot what magazine it came out of, but Joe Rogan repeated it. It was like his schedule, dude. He'd wake up, fucking bump up. Do a bump and then drink some Chivas and then smoke weed and then drink and then then like he all day long he's doing that. Then he go to this the Beverly Hills Hotel and have lunch and drinks and more bump ups and just this and that and then take some um, LSD and then and then like at eleven o'clock at night he's still going, dude. And he's like, then I write. It's fucking crazy. That's well. Yeah. He had to get in the right headspace. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. In in college, I did that. I did a I did a speech. I had to do. So, my, I think it was my. I was at junior college. We went on. It was over the summer. There was a program that I was involved in. I think it was called. It was called SSTI. Uh, it was a transfer program where. You would get you. You just you're part of you're part of a, a special group, not a special like retarded or something special. Yeah. But you're part of some type of group. You get you get they they pick certain people and because I fell into that where I flunked my first semester, they offered me uh, to be in this program. I said all right, I'll do it. And they shrunk the classroom sizes and I, I took advantage. You know, this is the thing. You got to take advantage of the situation you're in. You know, yep. take advantage of anything, especially when you get into college. Sign up for everything. Start networking, dude. It's just it's, it'll change your life. So I went to we all. I remember one time we flew out north and we saw three colleges: saw Berkeley, Santa Cruz, and Monterey, and they got us in the hotel. But think about it: all college kids. There's about 150 of us. You know what I mean? On a plane, and then we fly. We see all the colleges, and then we get to stay the night, and then they pay for all the food, and it was crazy. Oh yeah. Like college kids, it's not elementary. Yeah. It's call. It's kids, guy, people that are like 20, 21, 22, people sneaking beer. There's no beers allowed, and people sticking beer in their backpack. Cling, cling, cling. Oh cling. yeah. So I, that was a, a great trip. But then uh, we went to UC, UCI, and we stayed in the dorms in the summer, mm-hmm. and we were there for. Two, Ten days, I think. I think it was there for ten days, but it it, it changes your life, dude. When you you got, to, I was working at UPS too. I was part time, and and I got the days off and everything. And we, you know, I had money saved, and so you're living on on campus, and they would have food. The cafeteria was open. It was like living on campus. I wanted to go away to college, dude. I wanted to live that college life. Yeah. You know, but then I had a kid, and you know, had to, had to, had to grow up a little bit quicker than others. But I got to experience a lot of college college experiences, and I don't even know what were we getting to. I have no idea. Oh no, no, my bad. I get it. I get. It. I know where I'm getting going. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, you know, losing my train of thought here. Getting old. Got to get some uh, brain force. Uh, so, anyways, I, I I got picked from my class to say a speech because at the end of the 
at the end of that trip or whatever that 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 experience, the parents would come and 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 we have speeches and I think we had like a couple skits or whatever. But there was kids from Santa Ana College and and FJC, so full uh, Santa Ana College and Fulton Junior College. There's probably about I would say about maybe 300 of us, 150 here, 150 there. And we all had our classes. We'd go to class twice a day, and we had our own dorm rooms. I dormed with one of my best friends who was my best man at my wedding. And so I got picked to do a speech, and I remember uh, writing that speech the last two nights because we were sneaking alcohol. We would, they would go and buy alcohol, and uh, they would bring it back to the room, and we would drink at night, and, you know, every low-key, everyone's, you know, doing their thing. And so uh, I remember writing my speech – not my speech. Yeah, it was a speech. No, it was a – I guess it is a speech. Or what would you call it? Yeah, it's a speech, yeah, right? Yeah, a speech. And, and I remember going to the teacher and, and giving her what I had, and then she would she would help me write it and then give me ideas. She didn't write it for me. She would give me ideas. I'd ha- have it here. This is what I want to say. And then she would say, okay, and she'd give me ideas, and then I would come back. And then at night, my boy would bring – you know, we'd be, we'd be drinking and drink Mickey's and – and I would drink, and then I would wait until I got into this, into this space where I, I felt like, okay, let's write. And then I would write, and I wrote this speech too. Let me tell you, I sat there at, at, and read it in front of like the all the parents came, you know, and and the parents and the students. It had to be over five hundred people easily. Mm-hmm. And I remember writing, and they everyone was like, dude, that speech was awesome. Hey, that speech was good. I, I think I have it somewhere in the garage. I, I think it's still saved, but I remember when I wrote it, I was I was writing when I would drink, and even when I was writing papers in college, in my senior year, junior year, whatever, I'd come home from work and have a few drinks, or I'd go hang out with the boys you know, in the neighborhood, have a few drinks, and I go back, I gotta write a report, and I would just, and it just seemed to write better when when I did, not completely all obliterated, like I'm gonna throw up, but mm-hmm. have a few in you. Even when I podcast, I feel like I have to have a little bit just to kind of loosen me up and open up the the brain waves. I don't know what it is, but you know that's just that's just me. Yeah. Some people, you know, I I don't need that. I could well, okay, write a speech then. <laughs> you know, say, write a bomb ass <laughs> speech and do do it in front of five hundred people. No, it just it. I didn't do it on purpose. It's just I happened to stumble upon it. So when I started hearing about Hunter S. Thompson uh-huh. and what he had to do, and then he wrote really great articles, and he did a lot of things for, I think he worked, what, Time Magazine? I think so, yeah. Uh, he, he did, I think he started his own magazine, too, if I'm not correct. I apologize for that. But when I see that, I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one. I, I, was on, I wasn't on to something, but it was, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I I was never good at writing. Probably why I didn't go to college. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, writing, talking. uh, It's kind of it's the same thing. Yeah. It's kind of it's it's kind of the same thing. Uh, But yeah, I remember those days, dude. I remember sitting there writing. You know, writing my heart out. Yeah, my daughter, she used to be in, it was like the modern UN or something like that, like the modern United Nations. Okay, okay. And it was basically like the UN, like they would give give you a topic, 
and then you had to write on that and you know Mm -hmm. and she used to love doing that stuff like all the research for it and Mm -hmm. yeah she liked all that that's what that's what she wants to I guess that's like her dream job now is to be in the UN kind of thing or any like law mm-hmm. basically. So yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. So she's going to, she's going to go to community college first and then transfer to whatever college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, I told her, you know, Where, what community college she wants to go to. Uh, I think she said OCC. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know why I keep sneezing. Yeah, and she wants to do law, but she hates reading. And I'm like, you realize you're going to be doing all kinds of reading, right? Mm-hmm. How old is she again? She's 18. She just turned 18. Yeah, my daughter yeah. is 19. Yeah, She'll she be 20 at the end of July. Yeah. She came to me last night. She wants to go to uh, some islands over there, dude, like Dominican Republic. <laughs> It's on my phone. Let me see. I, have, I looked it up. Yeah. I looked it up. Let's see where she wanted to go. And it's funny because her mom comes with me, and I know she encourages her. And she tries to act like, you know. <laughs> like I said, you want to travel, travel. But let me see. It's the, let me turn this on real quick. Okay. Give me a second. It was. Oh no! Somebody's already on the. My kids use my my same uh, Instagram account. Yeah. Or not Instagram, YouTube account. Uh huh. And so right away they start. Uh, they start looking at stuff. Oh, here it is. Uh, Turks, and, Caicos Island, C A I C O S Islands. Turks in Kayakos Islands. Uh, yeah, so she she came on to me last night. She wants there? to go. She wants to go there. Oh, yeah. okay. Her and her friend. Uh-huh. Uh, she wants to go, dude, and I'm just like, <laughs> I wanted to travel, too, when I was younger. I wanted to travel. So I told her, I have nothing against you traveling. But it's fucking, it's half, it's, you know, three, it's a half across the world. You got to go all the way to New York, and then you got to do New York, and you got to go south past Florida, all the way, you know, down, down below to mm-hmm. where you want to go. I go, you've never, you've never been on a plane before, or she has, but she was like five. Yeah. Uh, she's supposed to go, she's going to Texas with her grandma uh, for a baby shower uh, in June. And that, that's like a four-hour flight, three-and-a-half-hour, four-hour flight. Mm-hmm. So I told her, I said, just I go, just start slow. I go, just start there and then work your way. Don't just jump on a plane thinking, I'm going to I'm gonna fucking do all this. I, it's, it's a big thing when you become a traveler. Like mm-hmm. it's, you got to work your endurance up. You're going to get there and be there for six days. You think you're going to be ready to rock and roll? I go, you're going you're gonna to do all that traveling, and you're not used to it, and you're going to get tired. It's like thinking, oh, uh, I – I, I can run a mile in, in, in six minutes. I know I can. You know, mm-hmm. I'm athletic. And then, yeah, you probably can. And then you're all, then after that, I'm going to go to dinner. I'm going to do this and that. Okay, then do it. And then you're going to do that. And you're going, ah, fuck, I'm kind of tired. I'm just going to go home and chill. I go, you're going to you're gonna do all that traveling. 
and you're going to be there for six days and you're only going to do a little bit of things. Like you got to work your way up. It's an endurance thing, right? Or am I wrong? Um, you ever do any traveling? I've done a little bit, not a lot, but I've like, I've gone to Ohio to see my mom and I've been to, to Hawaii, but like, I've, never done any real like extensive stuff but i've only been there and those two places everywhere else just always drove to mm. yeah but i mean the biggest thing is like like what if your daughter said that like like after because she's already she's still a senior no she graduated she already graduated yeah, right she graduated, yeah, so, yeah okay so when she comes to you and she says that like i'm gonna travel you know with a friend that you know yeah you know how would you what well, how would you play it out like how what's your I would, I would let her go. Yeah. No, yeah. You I know, know yeah. I'd, I'd let her go, but, and it's like, okay, well, just know you're going to leave here at one time. Mm-hmm. You're going to get there. It's going to be, you know, how many, however many hours ahead. So you're losing time there. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, it's going to take you a minute to adjust. You're going to be probably sitting it, laying in the hotel room or something. Jet lagged. Jet lagged. And then, you know, it's going to be a, a day maybe a day and a half before you get used to it mm-hmm. then you're gonna you're gonna go out you're gonna have your fun then you're gonna come back and you're gonna be jet lagged again because now you're tired and the you know time difference again mm-hmm. but yeah i'm a, if she if she wanted to i would let her go yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you know no that's what i said i just told her i said i think you should start yeah. start slow yeah and i said just start in the united states first you know go you go anywhere in the United States, I go, then, you know, she's like, I already got my passport. It's like, all right, you know, okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes they got to learn They got to learn it their way. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that's part of life, you know. Mm-hmm. The, that's the way you get your life experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I looked it up. I was watching on YouTube. I was, fuck, it looks really nice. Yeah. Well, I know. I know. I For me, I can't be on a plane too long. I get claustrophobic. Yeah. I already understand that now. I get Fuck it, I'm gonna get out of the plane, dude. Get me fucking off. Land this motherfucker right now. I, 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 like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I've been a UPS driver for so long too, and I'm so used to being in control. Like yeah, if something, yeah. like if I feel anxiety coming on or don't feel good, you gotta take a shit or piss. I'm in control and I can pull over anytime. Mm-hmm. Or you're feeling tired, I can pull over and I can just fucking take a 15 real quick. Mm-hmm. And it's just knowing that, you know, brings the comfort. You know, I'm in control. But when you're on the plane, you're not in control. Nope. And I've had anxiety attacks. Dude, I had to talk to the guy next to me. Hey, dude, fuck, I, I got anxiety right now. I don't understand, dude. And, you know, he and he was reading a book. He goes, oh, it's all good. And then we just started talking. Mm-hmm. And it was an it was only an hour <laughs> flight, dude. And, you know, and, and like it, he was like, ah, you're good, man. And, like, thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Shook his hand and everything. But. You know, I was also doing cocaine too. I did a bunch uh, of blow before I got on the plane too. Yeah, so that could have yeah, contributed to yeah that. that and it fuck it. So the next time I I did it, I made sure I I was just I had a few drinks to kind of calm my nerves and I was fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for me, yeah, don't do fucking blow before you get on a cocaine. No, no, don't get don't do cocaine before you get on a plane, dude. Don't ever do that. Yeah, yeah I've talked to people too, and like I've never had a problem. Like fuck, dude. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, that's just, it's just, I don't know, mindset, I guess. But yeah, I do. I I remember when I did an MRI for my back. 
And they go, you get claustrophobic? And I go, uh, no. And they go, okay. And they put me in that little tube. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, I did. I go, holy <laughs> shit. I go, maybe if they didn't say anything, it, maybe it would have been all right. But the fact that they said something might have triggered it. But everyone else I talked to that have done MRIs, they go, yeah, they'll, they'll give you a fucking pill to relax you. I always take it. And I go, damn. Yeah. Man, I don't want to feel like that, dude. Yeah, they asked me because when I did an MRI, they asked me if I got claustrophobic. Because you're in like, there for like an hour, right? 45 minutes? It, I think I was only in there for like a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they were like, do you get claustrophobic? I'm like, no. And they were like, okay, just shoved me in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I had Yeah, because you can't fucking move, dude. Yeah. You gotta fuck. Yeah, they were like, "Yeah, don't move and don't fall asleep." It's like I'm laying here for a goddamn half hour. How the fuck am I not gonna fall asleep? Yeah, what happens? What happens when you fall asleep? I don't know. I think it's because then you might move. I think that's why they don't want you to fall asleep. But I mean, I don't know. I was. I think I fell asleep in there still. <laughs> but I'm not sure. Yeah, and that's when I found out that I had the three discs in my lower back that were herniated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I had. Well, how how many millimeters are they been? Hit? Uh, one was one and a half to two, and then one was it was like four and a half to six. You want some? You don't. Uh, yeah, I'm good. And then the other one was like two to three. Yeah, they were like, yeah, and then the doctor was like, yeah, these ones aren't bad. This one is the one you have to worry about. So you had three? Yeah. Which one did you have to worry about? The, it's like, I'm not sure. It's like the L1, L2, and then, yeah. you know, but whatever one's in the middle mm-hmm. between those, that's the one that I have to worry about. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my customers, he's uh, nineteen, and he he's got the sciatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, oh, his sciatic, sciatic nerve. Sciatic nerve, yeah. and it it, it go, goes out, and he's mm-hmm. he's he's healthy. Yeah. And uh, I told him, I says, you know, you got to go to chiropractor get adjusted. I go, I, I I've been through back injuries. I've been in bed for weeks, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've I've been injured. You know, where my back would give out, and I couldn't do shit for weeks. If I moved, my whole spine would just fucking just start spasming, dude. Yeah. And it, yeah. You fucking lay on the floor, dude. And mm-hmm. don't touch me. Don't touch me. And just, you have to sit there and wait. People yep. don't understand that. When they don't see me at work and they go, oh, you know, this guy's take, dude, you don't understand how much shit I've been through. Do you yeah. know how it feels to be laying in bed for a fucking month? Because if you move, your back just starts spasming, dude. And you can't even get up to piss. Yep. Fucking sucks. Yeah. And I've had to switch routes and, and change the my, my the way I live and and things that I do because of because of the herniated disc. Mm-hmm. There's nothing yeah. you can do. You just only thing you can do is change your lifestyle, and that's what I've done. Yeah. You know, it's it's. You know, it's do I do I wish I could work sixty? Yeah, I wish I could fucking do a sixty. That's a nice check. Mm-hmm. But I tell you this, at the end of that, dude. All it takes is one little fucking mistake, dude. One little step, and then your back snaps, dude. You just feel a, feel a little pull in your back, and next thing you know, your whole back stiff. 
and you're walking like you got sticks stuck up your ass. Yep. Yeah, people don't get that. Yeah. Be well, blessed I, that you got a good back. Yeah. Well, I know how that is. Yeah. I. One of my customers is like, oh, why don't you throw, you can throw the boxes or just t-shirts. I go, I go, I can throw them. I go, but I'll tell you this, at the end of the day, I won't be able to walk to my car. Yeah. I said, no. And then I would just hand, hand card everything and just walk them to the end, dude. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care if it takes me 45 minutes. I go, I'm not going to sit there and risk my injury. That yeah. twisting and turning shit, mm-hmm. I did that for years as a pickoff, and that fucked up my back. I was a pickoff for a little while before I went to the sword aisle. Man, that's got to be even worse, I bet. That's not bad. <clears throat> that, because everything's right there, and then you're just moving stuff over to mm-hmm. belts. So your back's doing better? What are you doing? You doing anything yeah. different? Just stretching it when I wake up, stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta get back to the chiropractor though. Yeah, you gotta stay adjusted. But yeah, this young kid, he's got uh, the sciatic nerve is acting up, and he said it fucking hurts. And mm-hmm. and he's like, he's he's in, he's not overweight. You know, people, oh, you're overweight, your core, and they're all oh, you gotta strengthen your core. It's like, you know, I told him you gotta get adjusted. Well, I used to do all that, and then, no, that's you know, I, I've had this for a long time. I says, well. So have I. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know that your back starts, you, you're not getting adjusted. You're out, you're out of sync. Mm-hmm. Now, the seat in my car, there's a fucking big old piece of foam missing. I know that my ass cheek sits on that seat. One's like this and one's like this. Yeah. And now your whole fucking spine is getting out of whack. Yeah. And then you're bouncing up and down. That's why I like our, the truck I have, dude. It's just, it's got that, that spring. The air seat. Yeah. The air seat. That's yeah. really good for you. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that, that, that come into play when it comes to your, your your back, dude. Yeah. I know whenever I do your route, I have to sit a certain way just to get comfortable in that thing because that big old pad is missing. I don't know. I was there when I took the route. I don't know. I should I should put a, another piece of foam on, put some tape over or it. Or something. I mean, because I have to, like, sit, like, I have to, like, turn side my leg sideways so it gets in that little groove. Mm-hmm. And then it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I can't just sit there normal because it, it, I don't know, it just, it bugs me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a certain way I sit on that, too. Maybe I should get, oh, you know, I do have foam. I got foam from that little case right there. Yeah. Maybe I'll take it and just throw my lunch, just carve it out. Just put the fucking tape all over it. Maybe. Or just tell them, hey, change the goddamn seat. Yeah, then they take the, well, it's U-Haul. U-Haul will have to come and then take the. Or budget. T- yeah, or yeah, it's budget. Yeah. They'll take the car away. Yeah. Then I get stuck without a lift gate. Yeah. Yeah, that route would suck without a lift gate. I know. I've been. <laughs> yeah, they said they put in orders for new UPS trucks. I said, I don't. I don't. I've been driving that budget for three years now. I said, I don't. Yeah. It just sucks when I do get I take time off. And then I see French fries everywhere, and like, it's fucking filthy, dude. It's like I gotta get this shit detailed. Like I don't, I don't live like that, man. Yeah. Last time I did it, I cleaned out everything. Yeah. There's fries on the side, yeah. and I know you don't eat. I don't think you eat. What do you eat for lunch? I don't eat. Yeah, you don't eat, dude. No. It's like I see French fries, candy wrap. You know, I just I see yeah. shit. And I, I, cause if I sometimes eat, I get I'll lazy. grab and start throwing out the window, but. 
You know, yeah. I usually like because I'm allergic to grass, three different types of grass. Now I just found that out. Mm-hmm. I'll go and and uh, and once a week, twice a week, I'll wipe down the the dash because you'll see all that dust. That's all pollen. And yeah. It's all everything because. We're driving and you got the windows down. Mm-hmm. Even that fi- air filter, mm-hmm. I took that out. That shit was fucking filthy. I took it out. The guy, one of my customers, uh, uh, Rich mm-hmm. from uh, Dry Shield. Oh yeah, yeah. He fucking took. He, he found it. The air filter because I told my girl, dude, I get headaches. I, I I just feel like shit, dude. And he, and I go, I know it's my allergies. And he goes, Let me see your air filter. And he pulled it out. I have a picture of it. It's fucking just disgusting, dude. It's disgusting. Yeah. And he goes, just leave it out, dude. He goes, just leave it out. And so I left it out. Let me see if I got a picture of it. I know where I know where I have the picture. Let me see. There it is. Look at it. That was the air filter. Ugh. So it's it's he cleaned it and it's uh-huh. under the seat like it's under the seat I never put it back. Oh okay. He goes you just leave it open. He goes just you know it's not gonna. You it's know. not gonna. And do ever anything. since I did I I left it out I'm I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, plus I bought the Navage. Navage cleans out my nose. Uh-huh. It's like an air filter. Yeah. And so I I've, I've been fine. Because uh, usually it would be like I'd work three days and by the fourth day I a fucking headache and. Mm-hmm. I feel like shit, and now that the Navaj, I'm, I'm good. What do you think about that school shooting? <laughs> I have. So you've been watching. That? I haven't. I haven't heard a lot on it. You haven't been watching it or no. hearing about it. Mm-mm. I mean, I heard about it, but I haven't seen too much. I haven't heard too much about it. And it was in like Texas or something, right? Yeah, it was in Texas. Yeah. No, I. I. I heard about it, but I haven't, like, read up on it or anything like that. But I know they're they're trying to do more gun laws and stuff like that. And it's, it's like you can do all the gun laws you want, but if what's happening is already illegal, it's not going to stop anything. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is just taking away from the people that are buying their guns legitimately, you know. Aren't going out and just shooting up places, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, it's like you, you think it's gonna help, but it's not. All you're doing is making it to where people that are getting their guns illegally are gonna still be getting them, and the ones that aren't aren't gonna be able to get anything. Yeah, that's a. Uh, yeah, they got they got so many. Uh, you got ghost guns now. Everybody's got ghost guns. It's just, you know, I know people that. They, why do you have a gun? And people I respect, you know, and yeah, what do you, what do you need? Fucking something like that. It's just. Because when you see, when you've seen how cruel this world is and how mm-hmm. bad this world is, just because you you live in a, in a in a nice neighborhood and you got a nice house does not mean you're safe. Yeah, they're targeting people in Beverly Hills now. They're using that Apple uh, the the chip, mm-hmm. or it's a little, it's like it looks like a coin, mm-hmm. and they they put it. They'll, oh they'll yeah, put it in your I, car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like they, to track where you're track going. You where you're yeah. going. 
And so they got guns. Yeah. You know, do you think they purchased this shit uh, legally? No. No. Got it illegally. Of course. Yeah. I know people buy guns illegally all the time. Yeah. You know, I get calls like that all the time. I got this with the scope and the silencer and f- f- what? Okay. Yeah. It's if it, 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 and they they're not criminals. You know, they're just people just finding deals and shit like that, and just yeah. doing what they can. So. When you when you see shit like that, it's like I'm not giving my fucking gun away, dude. I'm yeah. not giving up my. You just don't know. Yeah, and I've I've taught, I've started teaching my daughter how to shoot. My wife doesn't want to learn, but my daughter does. So, started teaching her, and she knows where she knows the combinations to the safes and everything. So if she need if she absolutely had to, she knows where they are. Mm. Yeah. Well, they said the average, the average wait time for a police response is fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. My, one of my customers, he lives in uh, Santa Ana, right? Mm-hmm. Somewhere in Santa Ana, in a house. Doesn't have a screen door, just a door, and you know, the front mm-hmm. yard, no fence. Yeah. He says that at twelve thirty, someone's knocking on his door, and he's got, you know, cameras and stuff, and it's a guy with the mask on. He's, he's, you know, he's banging on the door. He went around the house because there's mm-hmm. you know, no fences, trying to open the back door. And I go, "Do you don't have a gun?" He goes, "No." But anyways, he calls the cops. He said it took him like a fucking forty five minutes to show up. They finally arrested the guy. Mm-hmm. He says twenty minutes later, the guy's back at his house. Knocking, so he wow. calls again. They finally came. They came within less than five minutes, uh-huh. and they took him away again. But he was pissed. He goes, "What the fuck? I thought they arrested him." Yeah. I go, "No, they arrested him in front of you and make you think it. They yeah. don't do it again because they don't want to do the paperwork. And then they drop him off from the corner, and he comes right back." Yeah. I told him, "I go, you first of all, you got to put a screen door up. Yeah, like, you or can't something. just have your door. Yeah. I mean, you got to have a screen door. That way, you can open your door." Have your screen door locked and go, hey, what the fuck you want? Yeah. You know, that way you can confront them, at least confront him, because he's not going to get in through the screen door. Yeah. And even if he does pull out a gun, you can always just fucking turn real quick. And, I mean, it's not yeah. going to. And because it's got to go through metal, too. So. Yeah. You know, you got a little bit of time to maneuver there. But I, I said, I said, I go, I have people come to my door, too, but my door's open and my screen door's closed and they'll be banging Hey, hey, you know, what the fuck you want? Because they yeah. can't see you. Yeah. You know what I mean? What the fuck you want? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's why I like my dogs. Because. Yeah. Just leave the door open, and as soon as someone starts walking up, they start barking. And most of the time, if it's not like the mailman or something, they. What kind of dogs you got again? I have a German Shepherd Akita Pitbull, and then we just recently got a uh, Husky mix. Damn, those are big dogs. Uh, the one is the husky is not too big, but the yeah, my dogs do the same way. They they bark at everything that comes. Yeah, like it. Let me see where is he. Yeah, there's the two of them. The one husky looks like the blue buffalo wolf. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, but yeah, but it the the pit bull mix one. He's his bark is he has a real deep bark, mm-hmm. and with the security screen that like the security door we have, you can't really see him, so all you do is hear it. So. Yeah, most people, like, if they start walking up and they start barking, they just turn around and leave. <laughs> Unless it's the mailman, because they'll walk up, like, throw everything in the mailbox and then take off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How How is it at night? How's the neighborhood at night? Uh, I guess it's apparently by our house, like, it, there's a lot of homeless over by, like, Brookhurst, Westminster area. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of homeless over there, so like around like the Bank of America, like that kind of central spot. There's a lot of crime and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen anything from like down our street because apparently now we have a community watch. Apparently, because mm-hmm. some guy was. <laughs> mm-hmm. My daughter went out with one of her one of her friends, and they he brought her home, and they were in. In front of the house, you know, just talking. And this guy comes out, like, saying, oh, you know, I'm the, you know, president of the community watch, blah, 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 whatever. And my daughter got out and started walking to the house. And he's like, oh, you live there? She's like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm, you know, sorry about that. It's like, why why wouldn't you try to find out if they even live there first then try to shout out, you know, oh, community watch this it's like yeah okay so mm-hmm. this house is this house is the oldest house probably on that street i saw in this last podcast i had this sconte warrior out front with uh-huh. this with this uh sconte warrior princess over here uh-huh. and she was coming down hard you could tell and he's <laughs> trying to help her and i you know my lady tells me you know hey they're, they're out front so i i'm got off work and i'm kicking back i i walk out there real quick and he's got his eyeballs popping out of his head and he goes oh i'm sorry man we're waiting for someone uh, but i had to go you know i had to go get some beers come back and just sit there and watch him because mm-hmm. you know they if you don't show that then they're gonna go oh okay you know yeah we, come we back can get and, away with yeah, this we here. got the garage door open there's all kinds of tools in there we yeah look at it, our garage door opens is open all day long yeah you know, because my lady, she likes to do yard work. She does things around the house. That's, yeah. she, that's what she loves to do. Like, she's, yeah. you know, and that's cool. And so her garage, the garage door is open. The radio's playing. And mm-hmm. you can see a lot. We got a lot of stuff in there. And they walk by and they see the Mustang with the cover over. Mm-hmm. And they see they, they look for opportunities. And so when they camp out, they think we're stupid. Yeah. You know, and then so I got to sit out there and fucking and I'm staring him down. I'm drinking my beer. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's fucking eyeballs popping out of his fucking skull. You know, it's just like, yeah. dude, I, you know, I don't even you you, you have to. I've, and my uncle's like, what neighbor do you live in? I go, it's just it doesn't matter what neighborhood you live in. It happens everywhere. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you got to see these things. You got to be aware of your situation. Just same thing they teach us at, at UPS as a driver is to be aware of your surroundings, constantly scanning, you know, looking in your mirrors and, mm-hmm. and, and get the big picture and all these things. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it cracks me up when they ask you to repeat these things. It's like, I can't repeat them, but I can show you. Come with me on route. Yeah. Because I got zero accidents and I've been driving for 18 years. 
Okay, been the company for since 2000, uh, 1998. Mm-hmm. I've been with the company. Okay. Zero accidents, dude. Why? Because I listened and I understood. You know, I take my time, get the big picture, you know, kick back. I'm in the Wally, dude. Shh. It takes me 45 minutes to get to my route, dude. Yeah. And I know sometimes these guys, drive, when they do my route, they're, I can tell they drive it hard because it's been the mechanics and all this and that. Mm-hmm. Kick back, dude. There's no fucking rush. Mm-hmm. You know, just relax. You're going to get it done. Yeah. You know, but that, they go over speed, but doo-doo. You know, just they go over, they, they ride it like they stole it. Like, take care of your shit. Yeah. Take care of your truck. I used to hate driving. When I had my own, well, I had a route and, and, and Tuss in my truck, and I would take a few days off. Come back, there's trash on the floor. There's trash. And, like, fucking clean up after yourself, dude. Leaving mm-hmm. bottles of piss. Yeah. I always clean out trucks I drive. Yeah. It's a, it's a courteous. Yeah. Like, no, I'll even, like, wipe down the dash and get that that all cleaned out. Yeah, up, up on the flap. You see it? I have yeah. wipes. Yeah. I have wipes up there. Yeah. But, yeah, you got to you gotta be aware of your surroundings. You got to, you know, mm-hmm. not everyone's nice. I mean, we live in a society now where inflation has hit. Yeah. At its, its 40-year uh, worst. You know, the four, it's been over 40 years. They've never seen it this bad. Mm-hmm. And it's going to continue to get worse. We got a fucking drought, dude. Lake Mead out in Nevada is fucking... It, it's so bad, they can't even launch their boats anymore. Really? Yeah, dude. Look on YouTube. Lake Mead. It's bad. And they the water... We're in a water drought. We're, we're in a drought. And then obviously, the news ain't going to say anything like that. Because they want to cause panic, but... You know, and then the same thing though. It's like it's it's always been like that. We've always, we, we live in a desert. Yeah. And, but ne- but the population is growing. Yeah. I'm just glad I don't live in Nevada or Arizona. There's no fucking water. At least we got water right here at the ocean. We could fucking rig up something. I mean, we can transform the ocean water into clean water. But it just costs a lot of money to do it. Yeah. We can do it, and at least we're close enough to. Fuck, we'll fucking figure it out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, scary times, dude. It's fucking... It was 120-something degrees in Death Valley uh, yesterday, and that's a record for this time of year. We're not supposed to be this hot. And it's not hot right now for us. For some reason, we got a weird pocket. Yeah. We're protected. But across the United States... Everywhere it's fucking a hundred plus, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, this is crazy heat wave. Let's see the heat. I think it was supposed to be like eighty something today, wasn't it? No, it was a lot. It was hotter yesterday. Was it? Or it's next week? It's supposed to be. It's only seventy-seven. I think next week it's supposed to be, like, towards the end of next week, it's supposed to be in the upper 80s. Like, Wednesday, Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see, see Death, Death Valley. Death. Let's 
Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna hit 116 today. 117. Damn. But it's hit like one, 130s. It's been in the 130s. But imagine living in like India, where it's fucking hot as fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -mm. Imagine living in that heat, dude. And then they got no electricity. They're constantly yeah. just fucking. And then I see my kids because I got my AC in my room. I don't have central AC, but I'll come in the living room and it's hot as fuck. My son's there playing video games. My daughter's on, the, you know, she's watching YouTube or something. I go, and they're just sitting there sweating. I go, I go, what are you guys doing? I go, what the fuck? And it just, it doesn't bother them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. We have an air conditioner, but fuck. Last time I ran it, the electricity bill was like over like $400. What? Yeah. It's just, you got central AC? Yeah. 400 Yeah. And I was like, yeah, nope. <laughs> so we Did don't even run it. We just, I'll wait till it cools down and then open up all the doors, open up the windows. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So you keep it all clustered, yeah. clustered into it. And then that's a good, the same thing with our house. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the way my dad did it too. So Trap all the cold air. Yeah. And then as it cools down, then open up the windows. Yeah. There's a thing you could get now. It's a, it's a solar ran fan. And then I watched a YouTube video on it. The guy cuts a hole. In, in the roof, top mm -hmm. of his attic roof, where the attic is, uh -huh. and then he slides the f the fan it, like he cuts around the. I'll send you the video, but okay. it's cheap and it's it's solar panel, ran and it 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 it's a fan and it sucks the air out. Oh okay. Like it sucks the air out mm -hmm. of the attic because you know heat rises. Yeah. And it sucks all the air out to keep your house cooler. Hmm. Yeah, I had a buddy of mine uh, that's been on my show. He he told me. Where the attic is, there's a you know your that door you can mm -hmm. push open. Yeah. He says he he put a just a standard fan in there with the hookup switch. Uh huh. And then a thermometer gauge, so if it hit a certain temperature, that the the fan would turn on. Uh huh. Pretty simple procedure. What he, how he explained it, but it would it what it does is it sucks all the air out. Yeah. Through the house, it sucks okay. all the all the air, and then it just shoots it into the attic. Mm-hmm. And so it, it cools the house down. Yeah. By at least 10 degrees. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. But he's got that. He was supposed to do it to my house and then never got around to it. Because my lady's mom, she's got her AC in her room and we got one in our room. Yeah. We seem to be getting through it. We've been, you know. Because, yeah, my old house, we had a central AC, dude. Just Yeah. Yeah, four hundred bucks. Imagine living in Texas. A lot of a lot of people I know move to Texas, dude, and Arizona, yeah. and it's cheap to live out there. It is cheap, dude, but it's not cheap to keep your fucking house cold, dude. No, definitely not. Yeah, I had a, I worked with a guy that moved to Scottsdale, Arizona. <clears throat> yeah, he was saying he wishes he was back out here by the beach, but. I had a customer of mine that moved from Texas to here. Mm -hmm. And I said, why would you move over here? It's so expensive to live here. He goes, I'd rather live poor here than live rich in Texas. He goes, you know how hot it fucking gets? Imagine walking to the liquor store at 11 o'clock at night to go get some more beers, and it feels like you're walking through hot jello. 
He goes, you can't even fucking breathe. It's so hot. Yeah. Well, fuck all that, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. And it's only it's only getting worse, right? I. I think so. <clears throat> I mean, I can't. I don't like humidity, and I think that's a big part of it too. Like the heat out there. At least I think I don't know. Yeah, being like humidity where it's just yeah, hot, like and you're sweating. He- yeah, because humidity, like that kind of heat, is different than a dry heat. Yeah, I can hand, handle. Dry like New heat. York is really humidity and heat, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Plus, with all those those tall buildings, mm-hmm. it's just fucking a hot box. Yeah. It's like a sweat box. Yeah. Or I know, like, where my mom lived in Ohio, it was real humid there, and it was like, ugh. like you wait. Where she live? She lives. Uh, now she lives in. It's called Pebbles. It's like out in the middle of nowhere. But before she lived in like Columbus, oh, like right around Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. and yeah, when I went back there during the summer, it was real humid, and it was like you wake up and you're just sweating. And it is no AC. Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't have it. Well, they, I don't know if they did or not, but if they did, they didn't run it. <laughs> <coughs> but. Fuck all that, dude. Yeah. Where's the hotel at, that, dude? <laughs> yeah, but the thing about they lived in like a small town, so like everybody knew er- each other. So the first night I'm there, back doors wide open, front doors wide open, mm-hmm. and the only thing that's blocking it is like the screen door. And it's like you, you're leaving the door open. She's like, Yeah, we don't have to worry about that here. Like, like somebody coming in. Yeah. No, we do it here too. We leave, yeah. do the screen door pops open and the doors wide open. And, yeah, but we're we're always moving around. There's always something going on, and yeah. and I and I, I still want to, even though like yeah, can somebody come up to the house and yeah, the people walk by. Yeah, we see it all, but I'm still gonna leave my fucking you know my doors yeah. open, my screen door might be closed, I might be in the living room watching a movie and the screen door pops open. Yeah. I'll fucking sit there. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. more fresh air and you'll see people walking by, whatever. You know, it's like Yeah. But they'll it, even... it brings them comfort. It brings other people comfort. Like, look at this yeah. look at this look at this house. Their doors are wide open and just, you know, just living living free. Yeah. I don't want to bring that fear in people, you know? Mm-hmm. We shouldn't. I mean, it sucks that you know, we keep doors locked and everything, put a fence around the house. It's uh, I'm still gonna fight for like that, dude. Like, we yeah. got nothing to worry about. I'm always going to fight for that. Yeah. Yeah, they even, like, they would even get, like, when they got home f- from the store, mm-hmm. they would, my mom and her husband at the time would just leave the keys in the car. They would just take them out and, like, put them in, put them in the center console and then walk in the house. <laughs> Where they live? <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing, man. Just leave your we we should be living in a society like that. Should in but Chicago, we you can't do that unless you're trying to get rid of your car, do a scam. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't even even my family here. They would even back in the day, they wouldn't do that. Well, people that I know, people that wanted a new car, they wanted to get rid of their car, they would just drive it to the hood somewhere oh, yeah. in the hood, 
and they would pull up, and then they would get out, and there's people all standing around, you know, drinking 40s or guns, and they're looking at you, mm-hmm. you know, and you just look at them, and then you get out of the car, and you get your keys, and you, you show it to them, and you just fucking throw it in the car, shut the door, dude, and you just have somebody else right away. there, you walk away, or something, <laughs> pick you up and go. They're going to take it. Oh, <laughs> Someone's yeah. going to take it, so. Yeah. Yeah, but that I don't know. Yeah. It's we we're enjoying the nice weather over here, folks. It's a nice 75 degrees in Fullerton, California. We got a nice little breeze in the backyard. That's the nice. sun ain't too hot and sorry for the people out there that's over 100 degrees in humidity and Hey, man, I I you know, I I have no you know, I didn't I didn't have to be born in in this situation. You know, I was happened to be born in Southern California, so uh, it is expensive to live as fuck out here, though. Inflation yeah. and everything, it it is fucking bad. Uh, you know, everyone has to make a sacrifice. You can't have it perfect unless yeah. you're a billionaire. Be able to change when 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 the climate changes, go from house to house around the world. Yeah. You know we're supposed to get like a dollar eighty raise. Are we? That's when? what I heard. August we get a raise every every year now. It used to be every two years. Uh-huh. Not every two years. Every uh, February and August. Uh huh. But this last contract, it's always it's always once a year. Went down to once a year is August. Hmm. August first, because our contract expires next August. Yeah, I know, and every everyone's worried about that one. Well, I would tell you this. Uh, I know I say a lot of uh when we just don't know, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put any days off. Uh-huh. You know, that I'm not gonna put any vacations that everything's just gonna be you know, I wanna put everything after August. Because I get all my days in January. Yeah. So everything will be after August mm. was when I'll book it. You know the history of uh, of the guys that are in charge. Everything that's happened with this pandemic, mm-hmm. right? The company did a lot of shady shit. I'm gonna just throw that out there, okay? And I understand we got a business to run. We got we got we got keep things going, but there's a lot of drivers that lost their lives. A lot of people that got sick from COVID and lost their lives, like my brother, okay? Like a company could say, oh, he didn't give it from work. Bullshit. When that's all he did. Mm-hmm. Just because he was scheduled for something, doesn't matter. That's all he did was go to work and come home. Okay? Other people have died at that place, and everything's been under the wraps. Who knows what else is under those sheets? Okay? And they made record-breaking uh, uh, record-breaking uh Billions of dollars of uh, of uh, what what are they called? Not interest, but Profit. profits. Sorry, folks. I I get. I'm trying to try not to get emotional here. Billions of dollars of profits, the most they ever had in probably history during this pandemic. Okay, drivers have lost their lives. I was one of. My brother was one of them. Okay. This contract is going to be real important, not just to me. 
but to everyone else who has lost someone uh, during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. When I when, when the pandemic happened, yeah, I'll sacrifice my life, dude, for the better of humanity. That's the way I thought. But then when you started feeling sick, oh, I don't feel good, dude. I'm gonna stay home and. I'm scared. I know. And then they would continue to write you up, continue to punish you. It's like, wait a minute, dude. You know, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Like I'm, I'm trying to pr- protect my family and, and, and do and But you're continuing to write me up. You're continuing to do these things. And it's like, okay, they mm-hmm. really don't give a fuck then. All they care about was that fucking profit. Mm-hmm. And people lost their lives. And so this contract, I hope that that they they defend that and say, hey man, there needs to be some retribution paid back to some of these pe- these families or the drivers that are sacrificed because we have never been labeled essential workers, never, not once. And we were we were delivering people's fucking diabetes medicine, we we're uh, delivering people's fucking essential goods, whatever they needed. Yeah. And we put ourselves out there in the front line, and. We didn't get nothing, but just you don't show up to work, you get written up. I'll, I'll look at the other side too. Like you got a business to run, dude, but there needed to be some type of placement. If the, if I came in contact with you and I had COVID, you shouldn't be able to take a few days off, get tested, and then come back. No, they wouldn't say shit to you, and you then you get sick. I mean, it, it the, their protocol was way off, and there's an investigation going on. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Yeah. Okay. Not saying this from me. All I know is that there's things that are going on. And so when it comes to the contract, too, it, it I would say this. Everyone starts saving your money. It might, it might be a big bust. It might be a big change. But we, we're the top dogs. UPS is the top dogs. And they say, Amazon. Amazon does something else. They're, they're consumers. They're not going to take over. They're not going to start doing pickups at a business, at a lawyer's office, at a doctor's office. They're not doing that. They're not going to do pickup, uh, uh, you know, blood samples. They're not going to be. They're not going to do that. Amazon's a different category. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, We we're we're different type of delivery system, you know, and we deliver Amazon too. But people, oh well, you do that. You go on strike. Amazon's gonna no. They're not. They're not capable of doing that. They're not going to go to a fucking warehouse and pick up a, a thousand pairs. Of, I picked up a thousand pieces yesterday at Harvey's purses. You think Amazon's going to do that? They don't have the capability of doing that. And that's not the product that they're not in that scenario. People think, oh, you Amazon's going to you guys are going to be out of business. Am- Dude, if you don't, you don't understand the concept of the delivery system and how things work and what we do as, as UPS drivers. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what happens. But we're a year away, and it's something we should be talking about and getting ready because they're already having pre uh, conversations already. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. I'm excited to be living these times. I'm excited to be part of it, and and, and I want to make a change. I want to do things that will help the the younger drivers, you know, be able to retire because the way you look at things. With all this technology, <clears throat> these guys are they're hustling and bustling, and they got a machine telling them what to do. Remember a couple months ago, the machine went down, and they all started flipping out? And all the old oh, no big deal, dude. I just... Yeah. They were freaking out. They wanted to go home panicking. And what what happens if, if, if 
if the machine goes down again. Yeah. You know? What do you think of the new dyad? It sucks. It's just a fucking phone with the thing wrapped around it. Yeah. Reminds me of the Power Glove. Remember the Power Glove and the fucking Tendo? That's what it yeah. reminds me of. It's just a fucking cell phone with a thing wrapped around it with buttons. Yeah. It's stupid. It's like, stupid. I you know what they should do? They should hire a fucking driver who's got experience <clears throat> and, and get in there. Let yeah. me sm- I'll smoke a fucking blunt, dude. Give me a fucking drink. And go, okay, and give me a give me a dry eraser. And I'll, and I'll fucking go in the zone, dude. Do it like this. Oh, dude, that'd be dope. You know, yeah. make it like this. I would. And I'd do it for free. Yeah, the other day I, I was on my way in, and I still had to take my lunch, so I went to my house, and took my lunch, and showed my daughter the, showed my daughter the board. She's like, it looks like a BlackBerry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like a phone, and it's yeah. got a, it's just you just plug it into an an, an adapter. Yeah. Yeah. And it, every time I go to clock in, it just it doesn't clock in, and. Everyone knows that if it doesn't clock in, it's going to die in you out there. It's more buttons to push. And yeah. It didn't take to me read. too long to figure things out on yeah. it, but. Yeah. Yeah. I guess now the thing is, if you put it in, like, the classic view where it's just. I've gone through four dyads already. <laughs> I've gone through four. The old school ones, it looks like a. What was that? What was that old school play school machine? Oh, like the speak and spell? Yeah, the speak and spell. Yeah. That was the old one. I, I did that one, and then you had the uh, the other dyad. It was like a big old, looks like a big old Game Boy, but mm-hmm. rounded out in the corners. And then we had the ones we just got rid of, and then this one. So four. I went through four dyads. Damn. Yeah. What do you think about it? I. It's. I think they rushed it out. I don't think I think they should have tried to work out all of the problems that we were having in the beginning with it. I think they should have tried to work out work out all that first and then send it out rather than just going here. But I don't think it's it's not it's not bad. It's somebody said you could go on YouTube on it. I don't know. About I haven't I, I don't know, know about I'm not, all that. Yeah, I didn't try to hack it yeah. or do anything like that. I don't that know crazy. about all that, but yeah, no. I mean, like, there's a lot of things you can do in it where you can have it, like, you know, you could have it so all your, like, all your air is up first, you know, and you can do it by time and all that kind of stuff. And, I mean, you can do a lot with it, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like the older drivers, you know, they, they know how they want to run their route, so they'll just run it the way they want. Yeah, they don't even you know? look. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, or like even like with you with your Wally route, it's like you know how you have your way of doing it. Yo, yeah, I'm going to run it a certain way. Yeah, it's RDR, RDL, yeah. and then, you know. Yeah. So, and I, I, that's what I find funny about like the Wally routes. It's like you have to run them a certain way, but they never put it that way in the board. Oh, uh, I never noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like there was one time they had, they wanted me to go, like, way out, way out for my first stop. And it's like, yeah, no, I'll save that one and I'll gonna go here first mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, work mm-hmm. my way around. But, yeah. 
Such a nice day, man. It is. Sucks for everybody else. It's all fucking hot and miserable, <laughs> huh? Yeah, this is nice. But, yeah, going back to the contract, it's we're going to get it. We're supposed to get a dollar already raised because of inflammation. Inflammation. <laughs> Inflation. Uh, I would, me personally, I would, I would, I'm already planning next year. Like, uh, there's no time off. Yeah. I take a lot of time off. <clears throat> I know people, you know, this guy never works. But, hey, man, I, j I lost a brother and almost lost my parents to COVID. Okay. There's a lot of things I don't say on this podcast. There's, and, 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 and do a lot of things I got to keep personal on myself. So when I take when I take time off, it's it's for my personal time and, and to take care of my, my family. I can't throw everything out there. Yeah. I, I, you know, I got to keep some things private. And I lost a brother to COVID. It's the, yeah, that year is coming up. My parents are in the hospital for over a month, uh, seven, six, uh, seven, eight weeks. And it was a really tough time in my life. And I've talked about it on my podcast in the past. So, yeah. That's still going on today. It hasn't been a year yet. And so I, I take time off for for my personal issues. And, and when I, you know, people, oh, he never works. This is like you don't don't compare yourself to me. Don't put yourself in my shoes. Just think about what I've been through. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm doing I'm doing great. And I'm, and I'm, I'm handling what I need to handle. Do I want to be at work? Fuck yeah, I want to be. I want to work there every day. I want to be there. And this contract that's coming up, I would tell people, don't take time off. Work. Stack your chips because we might be going on strike. And if we do, it's, it's going to be nasty. Mm -hmm. 1997 was the last time we went on strike. I had just barely missed it. Like once I got hired, the strike had just ended. I was, I was 98, class of 98 from high school. So for everybody that's wondering, there, there's, listen, man, we, we, we've, this company has made fucking billions off our back. And yeah, do we make good money? Yeah, we make fucking great money. But we need to, uh, we deserve more. We deserve more. And I'm, I'm, I'm the prime, not the prime, but I, I, I've seen it. I've seen people lose their lives. For something they believed in, and all the company did was sweep it under the rug. I could go in details. I could go in details with the lawyers, everything we're going through, but I'm not. I'm gonna keep my fucking mouth shut. Okay. But what we're what what's going on, and and what we're getting ready to battle for, we all deserve more. You all deserve more. We, we, we put ourselves on the line. We were never labeled essential workers. Fucking give us some credit. You know, they would flip it and like, oh, you should be lucky you're working. Fuck you. Why don't you get COVID and tell me how that fucking feels? And I'm tired of these motherfuckers say, oh, it's just a cold. Fuck you. Fuck you if you think it's just a cold. It might be a cold for you, but everybody's DNA is different. You piece of shit. Everyone's DNA, their their makeup, their their prones, the disease. Everyone's different. You know, this conspiracies and all this and that. It, it, 
all that went out the window when my brother died. You know what I mean? My brother didn't drink. He didn't smoke. He didn't do drugs. He was a, he was a Christian man living a celibate life and, and, and love God and, 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 and love people. And he, he, he passed away from COVID in his sleep. They didn't even get a chance to go to the hospital. My parents got it. He gave it to them, and they were in the hospital. My dad was perfectly healthy. Nothing wrong with him. Almost died on a ventilator. My mom, this close, millimeters from being on a ventilator, was in the hospital over a month and a half. So when people fucking, uh, 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 you know what? Fuck you. And fuck all the people that, oh, it's just a cold. Fuck you. Pisses me off. You know, they, 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 it, it just, it just upsets me when people, when people say that. Yeah. My wife's mom died of COVID in the hospital. Just sit there and, oh, uh, yeah, some people will get COVID and they'll, they'll push through it. My son got COVID. He pushed through it. My wife's never got COVID. None of my family's own. Ever, uh, my family that lives here, it only just me and my son. Mm. You know, I went through and it was hell on earth. And I've you're talking about someone who's withdrawn from opiates, who's withdrawn from Suboxone, Coke. I've been through it all. And the only reason that got me through my my scenario of going through COVID. Is because I've been through it. It was it was fucking tough. It was hell on earth. One of my good friends, Jared Tanaka, who's been on this show, he's got COVID right now. He's got COVID right now. He goes, "Fuck, man!" This is, and he's vaccinated too. You know, he mm-hmm. goes, "Man," he goes, and his daughter's got it too. Both in the same house. Got it last week around this time. And I've been calling him, and he said, "He goes, yeah." Everyone's like, how's your cold? He goes, man, this isn't no cold. I says, fuck all those people that say that, dude. I go, everyone's different. Mm-hmm. Everyone reacts to this different. And it, it's he gets, it's fucking, he goes, this is worse than the cold. And I says, yeah, man. I go, it's, it's, it, it hits everybody different. Yeah. But when he, when I hear people say, oh, it's just a fucking cold. Good for you. Go suck a dick then. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just like judging people. Yeah, that, that's what I feel like when when people oh it was COVID, no no big deal to me. I got it four times already. You know, good for you, dude. Go get some monkey box too. Take it in the ass. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Everybody at my house had it. Mm-hmm. My wife got it first, and then me and my me and our daughter we we woke up one day and we're like we don't feel right. So went got tested and. Sure as shit, we had COVID. Then waited the two week, did the whole two week thing, and of course, right after that, then I got the flu. Right after, right really? After, yeah, right after COVID, I had I got the flu. It's just, like, it's just your body react. Your body's yeah. going through a lot. My body yeah. went through a lot. It's it takes it takes a long time for your body to recuperate. Yeah, you get heart inflammation. We won't know the damage that COVID did to our bodies <clears> until years. 20, 30, 40 years from now. Yeah. The research and the studies and all that. Mm-hmm. And and people don't understand that. 
they think it's just some hoax and all this bullshit. It's yeah. I'm telling you, I'm not the same since I got COVID. Yeah. And and I've had to learn to deal with it. I got a doctor's appointment. I'm I got the right doctors now. I got the right doctors. I got doctor's appointments. I already got blood work to see what I'm allergic to. And your body is a, a is a temple. It's an engine. It's a car. And you got to learn how to take care of it the right way. And so I, I got doctor's appointments. I got things that I just got to hold on because to get the right doctors and get the right care, especially with our insurance and the money we make, mm-hmm. we deserve the best, right? And so I've, I've scowled the earth for, my, you know, what my insurance can cover and what we could do to get the best. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have the best money like Joe Rogan to, to get all those uh, you know, he, he, he got all those uh, IVs and mm-hmm. and uh, the ivermectin. He he did all kinds of different things to make them better. We don't have the – the government could probably pay for it, you know, to get us all better again. But uh, there's different stages to this level. And, and if you want – our insurance does cover good good uh, uh, medical stuff. Oh, yeah. So, but I have to wait. I have to wait till November. Got to wait till November to see see this clinic and, and get everything going and, and get on the right regimen to get better. But, mm-hmm. you know, we got to take advantage of our, of our benefits. And it's just one of those things as you get older, you start you start to realize, you know, uh, getting blood work and, and, and getting your stuff, getting your stuff dialed in. And that, that, that technology is there now. People. That talk and they go, oh, this and that, this and that. Have you ever given blood work? Have you ever gone and gotten a physical? They don't. They they'll No, man, I should take my vitamin D and vitamin C and fucking and put a fucking uh, fish oil pill up my butthole and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I just did my my blood work for my doctor. Now I'm just waiting to hear back from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Can't wait for that conversation. Yeah, you'll be fine, man. You you live you live a a good healthy life, man. I I would you just you like to drink your coffee and do this and that, but uh, it's important that we do it, man. It's it's we gotta face it. We gotta face reality, dude. Our body, you're not fucking god dude you're not a, 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 a we we all have different ailments and allergic to certain things and i've learned that over over the course of my lifetime and you have to humble yourself and go okay i'm allergic to fucking three types of grass johnston uh bermuda and timothy grass that's what i'm allergic to now and 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 i got my blood work back from that and then now i know i can deal with how do i deal with that now yeah. Okay. I used to be invincible, you know, I'd play football and, and flag football and young in my twenties and basketball and golf and, and be unstoppable and, and play good golf and come home and fuck and have good sex and drink and barbecue and hey, <laughs> that shit ends, dude. It it will come to an end. Your body starts breaking down and do I want to take HGH, HGH, you know, start injecting it and getting fucking feeling like uh, inevitable yeah i've been offered it i got the right hookup i got things i can do but i'm gonna do things the right way same thing with this podcast i'm gonna do things the right way 
not going to cut corners, not going to do whatever I need to do, cheat and make money. And just, No, man, this podcast is real. It's legit. It, everything I say, it, it's from the heart. And and everyone who listens, I see everyone listening and the podcast growing, and I, and I appreciate you guys for that. Uh, you know, my this, this podcast is my journey. It's my journal. You know, it's like writing a memoir, right? It's just it going to continue to grow. It's only episode 100 and what 2022 122 it's still gonna grow man see what we can keep going i'm gonna have my ups and downs and that's fine but i'm, I'm gonna sit here and, and be truthful to people and 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 try to relate to everybody because we're all going through it we all could try to hide like we're not stressed out that we got a fucking ten thousand dollar mortgage payment and you're making 500 grand a year and this and that you got a mistress and she wants 50 grand and you know to blow you and and every, everyone's got problems. And this podcast, we're just we're just trying to relax and just kick back and just, just let's do let's do what we need to do to be to make life meaningful. Because in the end, you're gone. My brother's gone, man. And I'll keep and I'll always re- refer to my brother. He's gone, and he believed in in helping people and taking care of people. And being there for his customers, his customers were devastated, and he had his he had his own route and doing things, and and they were devastated. And he went every day to work, knowing that people needed help, they needed their stuff, they needed to work, needed the medicine. And he did, and he's gone. And UPS said, "Fuck you." And that doesn't sit right with me. And I said it, yeah. Some people oh, don't say the company. I don't give a fuck. It's game time, right? Yeah. Stand up for what you believe in, and I'm gonna stand up for <clears throat> what what I believe in. You got anything? Not I'm out of here, guys. I'll see you next week. I got a guest coming in. I love you guys. Uh, I'll be blessed, man, and just just enjoy enjoy the day, enjoy the weather. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. All right. I'm out. Peace.